and welcome to a special episode of Miss Peace Speaks podcast dedicated to everybody out there protesting, putting their lives on the line, making their voices heard for this cause for our future as Nigerians. I am super proud to be a Nigerian youth and I am thankful for everybody that is out here doing something to make this change to secure our futures the right way. So sit back, relax and let's get right into today's episode. So last year, um, I think at the beginning of season three, I did uh, tell all about my visit to Nigeria. And you guys can hear the story on season three, episode one, but I'll just go ahead and recap it. So what happened was that night, me and my friend, we were going out to this party and we got stopped by the police and the policeman, okay, at first I'm sitting in the car because I'm in a taxify ride and the taxify driver is clueless about where to go if you're in Nigeria you know how those people are the ones always asking you for direction like you're the one that is supposed to help them find out where you're going but anyway so um we're out there trying to figure out where we're going then we get pulled over by the cops so I'm still there on my phone trying to figure out where it is that I'm going then the police officer is like well we're talking to the man in the car and you're on your phone why are you still on your phone calm down so at first i'm like you know trying to get within my rights which is a normal thing to do but as we know with nigeria and the nigerian police most especially sars it is not the right thing to do it's not what you're supposed to do you have zero rights you're not human you're just a toy in their hands so he goes in about how I'm being disrespectful by not wanting to get out of the car. Do I know who he is and all of that? Fine. When I did that episode, I joked around about it. I had also mentioned there saying that I didn't think they were sars. That I didn't think they were sars because I'd heard so many horror stories. And I think around that time there was a death during that period. And I just didn't think I was going to be let go scot-free like that, being that I was... Um, being that I thought it was SARS but after that episode came out someone came back to me and let me know oh you were stopped by SARS because the SARS that is usually by that checkpoint that you mentioned so you are very lucky to have gotten away with that anyways long story short we went back and forth they checked my purse um I had I had been coming from a hotel that evening and I'm not one to leave money in the hotel and you know they saw a lot of money on me and um they you know just pretty much went through my stuff so many on me asked me where i was coming from and then i explained to them that i don't leave here and everything and then it was a also oh, all right anything for us kind of thing and you know i was lucky to have left unharmed but still i was violated it is unacceptable this is the story for most youth in nigeria 90 percent of them are not as lucky as I was. 90% of them don't leave scot-free like that. But I did. Now, again, I live in the U.S. and we all know the issues going around with the U.S. and not to try to take away from what the conversation here is. But you know that thing where you're in a different country and you're just like, oh, well, if it doesn't work out here, 
I can go back to my home country. But then my home country is equally not safe because the people that are supposed to protect us are doing all these things that are counterprotective to us, which is why I am super grateful and I am thankful and I pray every day for every single person that has put out their voice, every single person that has marched on in the street, every single person that has made themselves uncomfortable just so that the future of our kids can be better. I I have a son and you know I joke about it and I say America is not the place for me to raise my child. It is great for the opportunities but being a black child is put you at a disadvantage so there's that that I have to deal with and then there's also the thought of oh well I could send him back home but uh, back home what is there that he's coming back to what is there that he's going like what is that safety net that I think I have back home home is not safe and that is a sad thing which is why I'm super grateful and I'm thankful for every single person that has come out there and you know it's so funny like the reasons they do this oh you look a certain way which is why we're doing this and uh, we're arresting you we're doing this because you look like this and all of that like which is not what it is um over the past few days i had put down a few things about what it is that i love the most about this protest what is it that has made me um excited about the passion that is put out into this is the first thing is the peaceful nature of this protest like the people that are out here protesting no violence no like they don't have anything to say because oh it's like oh you guys are thugs but we're not the ones acting like thugs anymore the support from everybody like i'm going to have information in the description to let people know how you can donate the transparency of the people that all these donations are coming to i just love how daily they just do a breakdown of how much money came in how much money has been spent like it this is what we expect from our leadership and you know how they say oh we are the futures of tomorrow well tomorrow is here we are the leader we are the future and then we're here trying to come out to do our best to make this a better nigeria for people that are there and even the ones that are not I also love how we are constantly on learning and educating ourselves and educating our parents and educating the future generations about the things that we slept on and how now we're just going back into it and we're ready to take charge of our future. I also love the perseverance. I am, oh God, like I've never been more proud to be called Nigerian than right now. Like the perseverance with everything that keeps getting thrown at us with see me saying us like i'm there but yeah it is us because this is our fight but yeah everything that has been thrown at everybody that is out there in the rain in everything you you guys are out there just doing this thing and i love it now the most beautiful thing is it's not just protesting just oh yes doing this we're backing it up with prayers like i saw videos of people praying and it just made me have goosebumps all over i, I was in tears and i i just i just thank god for our generation i thank god for 
the youths. I thank God for the so-called Indomie and Big Brother generation because we are rebuilding Nigeria. We are the future of Nigeria. And our demands are simple. What it is that people, the Nigerian youth are protesting is we're asking for justice. We're asking for accountability. Um, and with the justice is, you know, just asking for the immediate release of all illegal detainees in police cells and prisons across, across the country and the prosecution of police officers responsible for human rights violations against Nigeria. With accountability, we're asking that the police force should accept the stain within its system and purge the Nigerian police force of the officers involved in human rights violations against Nigeria. We're asking for compensation, adequate money compensation to be paid by the Nigerian police to the victims of police, police brutality in Nigeria. We're asking for police reform. Now, not what they're saying, because um, I was on this e-learn um, organized by um, the diasporic chick, <laughs> diasporic Nigerian, and I learned so much about the history of SARS SARS has been since for as long as I've been born since 1992 it came and um, all these things that we've been complaining about have been uh, complaints that have been there years over years over years over years and with them saying oh we've oh we've cancelled we've done this oh it's done and then first it was SARS and then there was F SARS and then it was back to being SARS again and all of that all of this in it funny how is that SARS was put in there when they were trying to you know calm down the whole thing with the military just um, bullying and um, just how you know how military regime is just our rights not being accepted and people not feeling protected so they created SARS so that they can protect us and then they became the monsters that they were supposed to protect us from. They became the monsters that we created them to protect ourselves from. Anyway, so we're asking for police reform. This is not about saying that you end SARS and then turn it to SWAT or just say it on paper because about five times now they've said SARS has ended, but why are we having this conversation? We're saying end SARS or SWAT decentralization of the Nigerian police force, ban and criminalize the use of torture by the Nigerian police, removal of power of prosecution from the Nigerian police force, and central database for the Nigerian police force. These are just basic things that should have already been in place, but now we're asking for it since you cannot give it to us before. Now we just want it, and that's all we're asking for. It's not too much to ask for. Now, um, if you're listening to this, I want you to, if you know a protester, if you are a protester, pat yourself on the back, pat them on the back, say thank you to them. If you want to find ways that you can donate, join the conversation. If you want to find means of donating, every all the information will be in the description of this episode. Just educate yourself, know what it is that we're fighting for. Ignorance is not bliss in this situation. This is our future. This is our future that we have to fight for now. This is the life that we live in. We don't see now. We're not even fighting for the future. We're fighting for now because if we're all dead, what is the future? There is no future if we are dead. That is why we need to fight these battles right now. 
and just hope for a better Nigeria. And I hope this is a wake up call for everybody. And I, oh God, I love this generation. I love the energy, the effort, everything that we've put into it. I appreciate you guys. I thank you guys. And thank you again. Till next time, be loyal to the version of me that you know, and do not judge me by my podcast.